0: The Cincinnati Bengals have begun their preparations for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and T. Higgins is back at practice. Will Jake Browning have a full complement of weapons? Let's get into it. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisco. He's your host, James Rapine. You can find this show, if you're new, on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast five days a week. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, we're going to get into some first thoughts on the Bengals game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you missed the crossover with Tone Wiggins, James Powell from Lockdown NFL they did that crossover yesterday. We're going to get into it, James and I, today. Today's episode of Lockdown Bengals, sponsored by Game Time, where you can create an account and use code NFL for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And the good news, James, for the Jacksonville Jaguars contest is, one, you get to see those ICL whites, and two, there's some positive health news around T. Higgins, Cam Taylor, Britt in particular that we got from the team as they began practice on Thursday.
1: Yeah, T Higgins out there. It's Cam Taylor Britt out there. And check box, check box. Two guys that we were certainly hoping would trend in the right direction. You obviously get the the extra day before Monday night football. And hopefully they can both play. And obviously we know what Cam Taylor Britt has met to this defense. He's certainly someone that's forced the turnovers. He's brought the juice, as they say. And and so it would be great to have him, especially against a dynamic offense like the Jags. And then T Higgins and you tease this in the open. I get Jake Browning struggled some, I get that Zach Taylor, there's questions about him right now. Well, let's see Jake Browning with T Higgins and Jamar chase. Let's see this offense with their weapons, their biggest strength on offense. If it's not Joe Burrow and Joe Burrow's out there. And obviously it is if their wide receivers and it wasn't the case against the Steelers for a variety of reasons, a big one because of T Higgins not being on the field. So hopefully He can continue to make progress. He can be out there on Monday night and and make an impact for this team. And
0: part of what this coaching staff will need to balance, you mentioned that Jake Browning and the coaching staff left something to be desired against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And while that remains true and there will be adaptations to come, hopefully for both of the coaching staff and for Jake Browning, if T. Higgins can't play the entire game, which is fair to expect, maybe he does, maybe he subverts my expectations and the Bengals go whole hog on T Higgins in his first game back. The likelihood is that they'll ease him back in as they do with these injuries from recent experience, past experience. They don't like to put too much stress on lower, lower extremity, soft tissue injuries too quickly. So if that's the case, do they continue to run Trent Irwin out there? And we know exactly who Trent Irwin is. There, there was a, a stat this week that was like open percentage, how how often a receiver gets open. Trent Norwood near the bottom of that list. So okay, we know who Trent Norwood is. I get that you know Zach Taylor said in his press conference that winning is the number one goal. Don't begrudge anybody any of that, as I said many times. But can we see more Andre Yosovash? Can we see more Charlie Jones? Can we see their roles expand and be more multi-purpose than whatever specialty? this coaching staff has carved out for those guys so far that may or may not hit every week. And we're going to talk about Chase Brown in this respect as well. Hopefully they've done enough and know the playbook well enough that they can see those roles expand. They've earned that trust so that we get a better look at them because as we've said many times, it's firmly an evaluation season, but at the same time, what have we talked about all year on this offense? A need for speed. A lot of those guys, really all three of them, the offensive rookies provide that trait.
1: No doubt. No doubt. And that's why I think it goes hand in hand. Like Zach Taylor saying on Thursday, yeah, we we still think we can make the playoffs. And of course, mathematically, they can. The conversation has changed uh, from a a fan base standpoint and analysis standpoint. But the best way for this team to probably win games is to lean on these young guys some in, in that speed, that athleticism being injected into this offense. I think they need that. We know they need that with Chase Brown. He better get carries this week. And by the way, I think he will. But thats it, it, it's not just him. Like I, I think that these other guys can help too. And, and so we'll see how much Andre Yotsavash is mixed in. I really want that deep ball to happen. It felt like it, it could have happened, should have happened. It's been analyzed about 50 different ways from Joe and Kyle Kasky and, and a bunch of them. Out there, that that Andre Yosevich deep ball that wasn't against the Steelers. Maybe it will be this week, and that's an element that they could use. And what a weapon it would be to put that on tape for the rest of the season when you have a healthy Jamar Chase and T. Higgins to worry about. And they really haven't had that for most of the year. T. Higgins, outside of a few games, hasn't been himself. So things that I'm watching for, looking forward to seeing – And I know there's already focus on his future. I just want to see TBT and and, and hopefully T Higgins can do exactly that on on Monday. But even if that does happen to your point, that shouldn't mean Andre Yosevash isn't out there. That shouldn't mean Charlie Jones isn't out there. Get those young guys out there too. So we can, not only can we evaluate them, but so the, the coaching staff can see if they can, these young guys can make their life Easier because I think there's a chance that that happens. There's a reason they drafted Ashen and, and Jones. It wasn't just to replace guys that were going to be free agents. I think they knew that they needed some more speed in that Trent and Irwin spot, that wide receiver four spot. So let's lean on these young guys and see what they can do.
0: None of this to take anything away from Trent and Irwin outside no. of one stat about his open percentage or whatever it was that, that and he wasn't flatly too. He he should still yeah. play
1: too. I'm not saying he won't. Yeah, it's just get some snaps for these young guys
0: but what's scarier at least theoretically if the Bengals go to 10 personnel put four wide receivers on the field is it the big three Tyler Boyd with Jamar Chase T Higgins and Yosef Rush, or is it those three guys and Trent and Irwin and to go along with the same theme with, with Yosef Rush in particular as, as a bigger guy he, he and Charlie Jones both very young, but one thing that's really been picked apart uh, I've noticed on Bengals film Twitter this week is the, the perimeter guys in run blocking. There's a lot of criticism on this running game. It's, it's guys taking turns, as we've heard the coaching staff say before, missing blocks on plays, blowing up plays. And if you look in the hole, you know, four out of five guys do their job on a play and, and they take turns and somebody misses a block. If it's a tight end, if it's a receiver, if it's a guard on a certain play, if it's a tackle on a certain play. But in order to really push those runs that get to the second level further downfield, not that the Bengals have very many runs getting to the second level right now, you do need your perimeter guys to block as well. So another opportunity there in terms of the young guys, just reasons to get them on the field. The Bengals need better blocking on the perimeter, and that's also the starters. That's also Jamar Chase, D. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. But when you have the young guys that are growing into the role, it's, it's just more reason to get them on the field, but excited to see T's return. No doubt about that. Seeing them with their full complement of, of weapons, this receiver core that the team was built around in so significant a way that hasn't been together this year should be able to make a difference, should help to make things look a little less sticky. and And that's, part of the hope in addition to a lot of the stuff we talked about over the last week with some game plan adjustments and Jake Browning settling in, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And I I teased the Chase Brown. Let's dive in a little bit more with the Chase Brown. We also have to discuss number nine, because even though he's out for the, the rest of the season, he will uh, be around the team, that impact, and, and much, much more. But Chase Brown, let's get into it a little bit, what he could bring to this offense will do that. Coming up next.
0: We'll have to see if there are any Chase Brown props available at FanDuel where the NFL offers stay hot, even though the weather's getting colder. New customers will get that $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So if you think the Bengals are going to pull off an upset, if you're really confident in those all-whites continuing their sterling record on the road in prime time, it's $150 in bonus bets if the Bengals win and you pick the Bengals on the money line. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. And if it's not the Bengals you want to bet on, they've got tons of options from every single sport you could imagine, spreads, players, props, overs, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown and kick off the NFL season with that $150 in bonus bets waiting with any winning $5 money line bet. FanDuel,
1: the official partner of the NFL. Today's show is also brought to you by Schultz Jewelers. Schultz Jewelers is a one-stop shop for your jewelry needs. They've, well, they just celebrated their 70th anniversary. So they've been in business for a long time. In fact, they're older than the Bengals by like a wide margin, which means they know jewelry inside and out. And Matt Schultz, a diehard Bengals fan, he is going to find the right piece for you. And maybe the right piece doesn't exist that you're looking for. And that's why they do custom work schultz jewelers has exactly what you're looking for or they'll make it they have lab grown diamonds so you can get your fiance her dream ring without burning a hole into your wallet it's a modern jewelry store between their unique custom designs top-rated permanent jewelry there's no one like schultz jewelers check them out at 2202 dixie highway in fort mitchell five minutes from the bridge into kentucky or Just check them out online at SchultzDiamonds.com. That's S-C-H-U-L-Z-Diamonds.com. Get your queen looking perfect with jewelry from Schultz Jewelers. Again, check them out, SchultzDiamonds.com. Tell them Locked on Bengals sent you because we know the Bengals strive for perfection. Schultz Jewelers does too because when it has to be perfect, it has to be Schultz Jewelers.
0: Zach Taylor held court as he normally does on Wednesday, but this time on Thursday with the Bengal schedule pushed back a day for Monday night football and a topic that got a little bit of attention that caught my ear and I, I was watching it. I wasn't just listening to it was the dialogue around chase Brown, which has been a growing topic and a topic certainly we've discussed on this podcast and Taylor acknowledging that they need to find a way to, to get him on the field and get him those reps.
1: Yeah, they do, no doubt about it, and it's it's good to know that that's the case. Uh, earlier this week, when uh, I was talking with Sands, it, it was like, yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. You, you just talk to to people, read their body language, and, and I think looking back, that's something that they wish they could have done in in the Pittsburgh game and didn't. And so, how will it look? I think that part's interesting because right now, it's it's pretty pretty clear Joel Mixon's on the field and then on on obvious passing downs Travion Williams comes in for pass protection and that's it so do you because a lot of, of running backs they alternate drives even Jonathan Taylor and I know he just had surgery but when he was healthy with the Colts he used to alternating drives and that's kind of how they would do it. Will they do that like will they give Chase Brown that kind of snap load I hope I, I mean I hope they get him 25 snaps on Monday night and, and really get get him out there and see what he can do uh, in, in all phases to see what he is. Oh, because, one, he might be able to help you win, but, two, you need to have an idea of what he is going into the offseason because that's one of your biggest needs or, or, or at least one of your biggest weaknesses. Maybe it won't be as as big of a weakness if you see what you hope to see from Chase Brown over the next six games. So, yeah, hopefully we we see him early and hopefully we see him often on Monday.
0: Yeah, hoping to see him as a change of pace back, hoping to see him use that speed, hopefully hit a hole and get north-south, and that's where he's so good. That that is the strength of his game. You know, you talk about 25 snaps. How many plays are the Bengals running this week? Because if it's 25 out of 45, that that's a that's a pretty impressive clip. But if it's more like 60 plays, then
1: they gotta that's run cool. 60. They better run 60. Let's start there offensively. They better <laughs>
0: If it's another forty-five week play for the offense, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough week talking about the offense again because that's gonna mean they didn't get very many first downs. Correct. Um but twenty-five still sounds like a lot. That's 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 like shooting for thirty points a game two years ago, James. A little bit. I, I'm I'm I'd be happy with fifteen if it's a couple of drives, you know, where where he gets some some spotlight. But that why? would be a good start. For what?
1: For what? What do you mean for like, what? like, like, like why, why are we starting? I, I guess to because me, it's a Bengals one, James, because it's sure. a Bengals. Okay. Yeah. But that's dumb. My, my expectations are never going to be that just like two years ago, they should have been a 30 point per game offense because of who they had and what they had. But um, like, th- like that's just it. Standards are high. And to me, they have one of the worst, like the production says it for whatever reason, whether you want to say offensive line, play calling. And I know it's a little bit of everything. That's fine. Well, guess what? They're not going to get a new play caller. They're not firing the entire offensive line. They're not going to completely revamp the run game. What they can do is see if this rookie out of Illinois that we haven't seen, if he can give them a little pop. So that's why I, and I get it. 15 is probably more realistic. That's fine. I think the touches aspect matters. A decent amount too so like let's say it's it's 25 snaps but five touches or 15 snaps but 10 touches well then i'll i'll take your route where it's the 10 touches and i that's probably a little high but still that that's that's what i want to see heck it could be 11 snaps but it's 10 touches i just want to see if something is well blocked for chase brown what he does with it yeah, because there are times when this offensive line does block well and they still haven't had explosive runs for whatever the reason. And so can Chase Brown help in that area? I wonder. Yeah, and
0: that's what you hope he shows. I I think that, you know, even if Mixon is a running back next year, which he might be, we don't need to go too far into a Joe Mixon conversation. I don't think – the point of me bringing it up is to say that I don't think Chase Brown is going to be your bell cow. Like, I know he was at Illinois – Don't think he's built like that for the NFL. Would be great if he is. If he turns out to be that player, fantastic. Then you've hit a home run in the sixth round with Chase Brown. But what he looks like so far from what we've seen from him and going back to his tape in college is a guy that can hit a home run, like we've talked about. He's not a guy that's going to show incredible elusiveness, great wiggle, make a bunch of guys miss. He's a guy that can stick his foot in the ground, get north, and outrun some guys, use his speed. That is his calling card, I guess. That's what we're hoping to see from him, and that is the the quintessential change of pace back for what a Bengals offense could look like with Jake Browning and what, what elements they could apply in the future when when Joe Burrow returns as well, right? And so that's what you're looking for for, for Chase Brown. At least that's what I'm looking for, for Chase Brown. If he shows us more, sure. great, fantastic, but you're you're looking to see that speed play and maybe for some versatility to stick out. Can can they trust him in any pass blocking situations? Can they use him in the screen game? Can they use him in, as a check down player as well? You would like to see all of those things. But one step at a time, I think. The first step is getting him on the field, getting him some touches.
1: I know. That's the part. That, I mean, like he wasn't like even what? on the like,
0: field last week, right?
1: I know. It's it's insane. Like. I actually can't believe that like that that he did not find his way on the field at all and uh,
0: what's more surprising that he didn't get onto the field last week or that that Joseph Osai didn't play us that's
1: more surprising <laughs> yeah. but but it's still pretty darn surprising that Chase Brown didn't get on the field just because and I don't even know if he's good right this is not me being like the and I, I'm just being clear here I don't know. But that's, that, that's why you got to see it, what, because I hear he's practicing well. It's not like he's awful in practice. And so if that's the case, let's see what he's got, because clearly they don't want to give Travion a bunch of touches. They don't want to give Chris Evans a bunch of touches. And we've said it for months now, months. You, you can't rely on one back as much as they're relying on one back, especially because the ground game hasn't worked to the level that they want. I still think Joe Mixon can be effective. There's no doubt. We've seen it at times this year. But finding someone else, you're right, that can be a change of pace back. That's got to be a huge priority for this team. And it hasn't felt like it. Well, now it does, especially if you want to paint this playoff path, right, where I I think that a lot of us view it as unrealistic. That's fine. They should believe it. But if they believe it, guess what? You're going to have to be better running the ball. You're probably going to have to generate some explosives running the ball, which you really haven't done all year. And that was a point of emphasis last offseason. So this is your one one guy, one chance, one wild card to play here late in the season to see if maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle. It's happened before. Maybe it can happen again.
0: They definitely need to find more in the run game no matter how they do it, just to go back to that point again, whether it's sequencing, whether it's building more off of the run so that defenses aren't just selling out on the run because teams aren't going to respect the pass the same way. And we've we've seen it already. With Jake Browning at quarterback, so it is going to be a challenge. It's a unique challenge to mix in play action, to mix in some draw plays. I know our guy Sands' favorite play that the Bengals don't run enough of: some some halfback draw. They're going to have to get a little bit creative and and change a little bit the way they approach games with Jake Browning at quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's surgery is completed. He's back with the team. So make, let's make sure we get that Joe Burrow update here as we finish up the show coming up next
1: today's show is also brought to you by game time game time is where you need to go right now to get those last minute tickets. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event, whether it's sports, music, comedy, theater events, they have killer last minute deals with game time, all in prices, views from your seat, the best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So maybe you decided on a whim to fly down to Jacksonville and you want to watch the Bengals on Monday night. You don't have tickets yet. Game time is going to have you covered. Maybe you're thinking about going, you live in Cincinnati, you want to go check out the Pacers. Game time is the place to go for those tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what you're buying. Tickets take just two taps to purchase, and they're all in prices. Show the total up front. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LockedOnNFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LockedOnNFL. L O C K E D O N NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
0: Joe Burrow's back with the Cincinnati Bengals, but he's still so hurt. Was that mean?
1: Should I not have hey, done that? What the that? hell's wrong with you? Yeah, that was mean, man. I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't buy it. Because I know you're a bad actor, so I wasn't uh, – But yeah, that's a mean thing to say. I, Imagine- hey,
0: I was deliberately acting poorly.
1: <laughs> that's right. So you're a good actor. You were trying I'm a
0: good actor. I'm a good bad actor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, he's back. This The surgery went well, and he's back with the team. I, I think that that was on Monday when Zach said he plans on being back with the team this week that's when I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Like, that's great news that Zach was willing to say that. And so it's good that that actually ended up happening, and it sucks. I I don't know what else to say. I'll be honest. My first reaction today to the – and I tweeted this, but the Zach Ertz news was like, are you kidding? He wants to join a contender? Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, I know it's not just me, but like, oh, my God, like – and so, yeah, get well soon, Joe. Because, hey, that's uh, everything revolves around him. And so, get get healthy. Do not certainly don't rush this. And uh, even if you don't, if if you are not throwing until May, whatever it takes, get one hundred percent, and then start throwing again.
0: You see, Jamar Chase talking about jumping out of planes with parachutes. Joe Burrow's not even thinking about his wrist. He's thinking about why doesn't everyone on a plane have parachutes? rich eyes show interview
1: yeah no i did see that i i I saw it right before we started recording so i'm glad i did i uh joe's really random like that and like that's the thing about this locker room is they there's random debates and discussions like that all the time about stuff like it's it it it's really entertaining you never know what you're going to get and that's one of the benefits to him being around is he can still be part of it and still help and still be in meetings and still do it. And, and for him as well, mentally, I think it's good for him to be around. So the, the team could benefit from that. And their backs are all the way up against the wall going into that game on Monday night. It, it goes without saying. And uh, they know that. So we'll see. But it's certainly good to have Joe back. Uh, did, did Zach say – Joe will be at games, right? He'll be at the the road games or will he not? do we know Zach did not
0: comment on Joe Burrows travel status. he actually didn't comment very much in general other than to say he's back in the building. He declined to go into more specifics as to what ligament was repaired or where the surgery was done. So all we know is that the surgery was completed it went well. I was told it was in the I was in told the it
1: was building. in the I was told it was in the middle of his wrist. That that like can the, mean like, so many things. No, I know. I was, st- but like, like not one side or the other. Like the main one that helps, like, that is the the, the determining factor of you gripping and holding and mm. flex, like all that, like that one, whatever that is. Now I haven't clearly haven't had the medical training, but that's what I was told. So who who knows if it's true or not? But uh, oh. complete hearsay. Don't repeat it and say, oh well, James said that's what it was. If you see Joe at the mall or something, even though he'll never go to the mall, go ahead.
0: We can uh, we can do a little bit of, of our WebMD research, a little bit of our talking to some some people that actually are medical professional research. Um, I, I don't know if that's in line with what some of the football doctors out there, the, the various physicians who, who like to weigh in on injuries and stuff like that and guess it and speculate on what injuries are what kind of recovery is required for them. I don't know if that lines up with that their diagnoses or not, but uh, I, I guess we'll find out. I mean, the important thing is that he's expected to make a full recovery. Nothing changes there, and we're, we're probably on to next year. I wonder when the team is on to next year because we, I, I won't speak for you, we'll continue to cover the team this year. Obviously, there, there are many storylines, and we've talked about them, but I mean, for me personally, it's certainly an acknowledgement at this point that we're we're watching for next year. At this point, if it's me, so uh, Burroughs Burrows on track for recovery for that period of time. Great. We'll we'll see what the team's mentality is. You know, going into the offseason.
1: I think the Pittsburgh game was really big there, and and if they had won on Sunday, I think it could have changed right. that some. Right. And reality set in. Now, a lot of people had this as a loss. I think even if if they did beat Pittsburgh, now if they can somehow upset the the Jags, get to six and six, you never say never. Uh, but I get it. I totally do. And you know the wind is out of their the sails, so to speak. So it's going to take a lot. It's going to take, and, and we'll get into this in our game preview, which will be on Sunday for for the Monday night game. It's I mean there's. There's so many things that they can do that I hope they do. Both chases will be part of our, our game preview, I think. I'm going to talk a lot about those two dudes. Hopefully T can play. Hopefully Cam can play. It sucks Joe Bro's out, but uh, I am glad he's back with the team. I do think that that matters day in and day out. Think about it. Your, your main coworker that you lean on all the time, if, if he or she still couldn't do, couldn't do their job but was still around, it would probably help. It would probably help things. That's That's a really... It's not a perfect analogy, but it, it's enough to, to have that personality around. And uh, and I, I certainly think that that's beneficial that he is able to, even if – I think it would be kind of silly for him to have to travel and go to road games, but who knows? Maybe he will.
0: He might want to. I mean, it's going to depend on the injury, I think. It's going to depend on whether or not that's a good idea for his recovery, but they don't have very many road games left either. That's the other the other part there is right. is uh, as a season – Pittsburgh dwindles, and Kansas City.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Pittsburgh and Kansas City after this one. Yep.
0: Uh, We'll also be talking about the defense in our game preview. A couple other notes on that defense, just from an injury practice attendance perspective. In the open portion of practice, Trey Henderson wasn't present. Undisclosed reasons. Zach Taylor did not mention that in his press conference on Thursday. And Shinobi Abouzier under the weather. Uh, Hopefully that illness doesn't linger too long, but that's the other note. defense with cam taylor britz aforementioned earlier in the show return to practice hopefully he stays on track as well because this defense as much as we've talked about this offense while they still can push the right button at times and and confuse opposing offenses at times and get off the field and make clutch plays and all those things the down-to-down consistency still a topic and a big bigger test this week than last week presented by trevor lawrence and the jacksonville jaguars than the pittsburgh steelers so that is another topic we'll for sure circle back to in that game preview. Like James said, coming up Sunday, I will be back home. Excited for that. No more moving around every couple of days. You, you've seen so many different backgrounds if you watch on YouTube. So excited to be back home, and we'll get that game preview to you on Sunday. Until then, thanks for listening to this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. day, and have a good one.